Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. It while it lasts. Gambling gods, fickle bunch. Oh, yeah. So easily offended. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. The weekend wager with Anita Marks starts now. What's up? What's up? It is Weekend Wager right here on 98.7 ESPN, getting you ready for the big game, Super Bowl, baby. Ah! Majority of the show is going to be all about the Super Bowl, the spread, over, under. Prop bets. We got Cynthia Freeland, who's going to be joining us in about 15 minutes uh, with her Super Bowl picks and plays. Also, Preston Johnson as well. Um, and that will be in the second hour. I am going to spend some time talking about waste management. And uh, no, uh, I'm not talking about your time or your money. I'm talking about waste management, like the golf tournament that's taking place out in the desert at uh, Scottsdale TPC. So uh, you are listening to Weekend Wager, presented by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. I'm Anita Marks on the opposite side of the glass. We have Joel and Jacob. Gentlemen, hello, hello, hello. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Good to be on with you. Right? Hey, right? Anita, how you doing? You, are you feeling like, are you feeling it? Are you feeling like we're just a few days away, two to be in fact, to Super Bowl? I mean, Kansas City and the 49ers? Are you like, I'm... I feel like each and every year I say, you know, well, maybe not really. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go back and think about like, how did I feel about last year's Super Bowl? Uh, you know, the Rams really didn't do anything for me, right? Like, but I'm really excited for the Super Bowl. And for the first time in a while, like, it's, it's, it's pretty like, Majority people, like, I'm, 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 I don't, I'm not talking to a lot of people who are all over one side of this thing, right? Like, I have the 49ers. I'm curious to see what side of the coin Cynthia is on and Preston a little bit later on the show. But like, in talking to a number of people, as I have this week, and I was up in Bristol both on, on Wednesday and Thursday doing daily wager, um, it's like it's I feel like there's a 50 50 split here. That's the point I'm trying to make. And I know I'm very long winded here, but I feel like more in this matchup, in this Super Bowl than years past or in quite a while. It's like I'm feeling like a 50 50 split where the majority of people I'm talking to aren't all like 80 percent predicting this team to win. So I'm really curious. Jacob Joel, who do you have winning on Sunday? Who do you guys right like? now? I'm on KC, but it's. It's such a good matchup. I'm like every five minutes, like, but this way. No, I'm leaning this way. No, but this way. But the defense, but the offense, mm-hmm. but the defense, but the off. But right now I'm on KC and I think I'm going to stick with it. Okay. All right. Well, for Jacob? me, for me, same thing. Uh, KC. Both of you are on KC. Yes. But my mind is telling me to go for San Francisco because that defense is stout, like a hundred percent. Defense is really, really, really good. And that's where I am. Uh, call me old school. I'm a, I'm a, an old school chick. Whatever you want to call me. Defense wins championships. Defense wins championships, and it's been that way for years. And I think it's going to continue. So let's just get it right let, off the bat. Like let's get it on the record. I'm all over the 49ers. Um, how am I going to play this? I'm going to play the 49ers plus one and a half. I'm playing the 49ers on the money line. I do like the under here. I know there's a lot of people who think a lot of points are going to be scored in this game, but I just think this 49ers defense is so good. So I do like the under here at 54 and a half. Probably my favorite play is a teaser. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that 49ers team and that plus one and a half, and I'm going to tease it up to plus seven and a half. And I like the under. So I'm going to tease that number up to 60 and a half. And I'm taking the under. So that's probably my favorite, like, in regard to, like, how I'm going to play this game. It's probably my favorite way that I'm going to play it is the teaser. 49ers plus 7.5 and, 
and the under at 60.5. But I'm also going to play it with the 49ers plus 1.5. I'm also going to play it with the 49ers on the money line. And uh, and and I am leaning more towards the under. Let's listen in. Uh, some of the players, as you know, they've been down in South Florida, in Miami, getting ready for the Super Bowl, getting ready for Sunday. And uh, they did have an opportunity to speak to the media. Um, this is very interesting because George Kittle has been such a big part of the San of of the San Francisco 49ers success this season, but has not really done much. Hasn't made a lot of noise in the postseason. Is he concerned in regards to his lack of touches? No, I mean, the more you get tackled, the sore I am in the morning. So I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to be going to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to feel great. So I'm pretty excited. It's <laughs> a good way of looking at it. Um, when asked, uh, "Can can Jimmy G win this game for the 49ers?" This is what uh, George had to say. And you got a guy like Jimmy back there, you know, who has won us games with his arm. You know, you don't really worry about anything. It's just it all takes care of itself. So we're going to run the ball as much as we can. We're going to run it down your throat. And then if you happen to stop us, we're just going to, hey, hey, Jimmy, make the play. And he's going to make the play. You know, it's very it's very interesting. He said we're going to run it down your throat because one of the biggest knocks on Jimmy Garoppolo this postseason is he really hasn't thrown the ball. The San Francisco 49ers, their pass rush total in the postseason is 75 25%, 75% run, 25% pass. Um and and many people feel it's because Kyle Shan Kyle Shanahan doesn't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. I I'm not buying that at all. Listen, if and, and keep in mind, this is a San Francisco 49ers team that just manhandled both the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. And they did it without having to throw the ball. I want to say there was one game that Jimmy Garoppolo only attempted like eight passes or something like that. I, I mean, if, if you're able to elim- if you're able to dominate and just destroy a team, not just win, but destroy a team by just playing phenomenal defense and running the football, where you're eliminating more error in regard to turnovers and interceptions and and drop passes and stopping time stopping the clock and I mean all those things that the risk reward comes into play when you're when you're passing the ball in the NFL and to dominate both the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers then yeah that's 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 what you're going to do here's Kyle Shanahan in regard to uh, talking about Mostert uh, stepping up, especially in the postseason. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I mean, he's, I mean, he made a lot of plays for us last year and he'd get some opportunities here and there, um, battled through camp and kind of came, um, into the season in the same situation. Um, got a lot of opportunities versus Tampa Bay in week one because, um, Tevin went down with an injury and Brita was, um, um, fatigued a couple times from what I remember and he played unbelievable there and I mean he's just earned everything he's been on a number of teams he's earned everything that's been um, that he's gotten um, he earned today and he's just such a good person and I mean for him to help us as much as he has um, on offense and I mean you guys saw the play he made last week on special teams um, he would have made some more today too I'm sure but once we lost Tevin um, we only had two backs left we had to make sure to pull both of those guys off so um, but I can't say enough good things about Raheem and keep in mind that 49ers backfields um, you've got Mostert Tevin Coleman is expected to be back right now it's 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 a question mark he's questionable but everything that I'm hearing out of Miami is that he's expected to play on Sunday also, you have Jeff Wilson and you have Matt Breida back there. So you just don't have one. You just don't have two. You've got four packs. And if they're all active, boy, watch out. And, and you, you are talking about two of the best offensive lines in the NFL and, and definitely two of the best defensive lines in the NFL. All right. Before we, we dive into some of the prop bets out there, I do want to throw out the phone line, by the way, 800-919-3776. That's the number you – I'm curious. Heading into Sunday – is there a side that you really like? I want to hear why. Um, I want to hear your conviction as to why you feel strongly about a certain bet. Is there a prop bet out there? Is a player out there? Is there an over-under out there that you like? Is there a fun prop bet that you've come across that you want to play and why? I'd love to hear from you. 800-919-3776. I have some fun ones that I'm going to share with you throughout the show. Uh, but before we do bring in uh, Cynthia Freeland and before we dive into some prop bets, some other ways uh, that you can play this game. If you look at, at what's happened with the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs in the postseason, um, the Kansas City Chiefs have been scored on early by both the Titans and the Texans. So there, there are first quarter bets up there, out there that I do like. 
So, for example, I like the 49ers up after the first quarter. Um, I like the 49ers to score first. Touchdown or a field goal, whatever the case. I, I you, you Keep in mind, if you go back to that Texans game, Texans went up. On the Kansas City Chiefs, 21 nothing. How can you forget? I mean, it was so, it was a magical game that we saw the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes come back from. But, so, in regard to first quarter play, I'm leaning towards the 49ers. Here's a fun one for you. How about the 49ers are up at the half and they are the game winner at plus 220? What does that mean? You're laying $100 down to win $220. I like that. If you're on the side of the coin that I am, and you're feeling the 49ers, you could bet on them to be up at the half and they win the game, just straight up for plus 220. And then there's some alternate spreads out there, If but but there's a lot of juice involved. San Francisco plus 3.5 is minus 160. San Francisco plus 7.5 is minus 270. Too much. I'd rather, I'd rather play that teaser bet where you're teasing the 49ers up to 7.5 and, and taking the under at 60.5. That's how I would rather play that. First quarter total, I'm going over 10.5. Again, this is a Kansas City Chiefs team. Just seems that their defense just starts slow and points can be scored. So first quarter, I'm going over 10.5. Here are some other good ones for you. Largest lead, over under 14.5 points. I'm going under. I think this is going to be a very close game. I don't believe that... Ever in the course of the four quarters in the game that Kansas City and the 49ers will ever be up against each other more than 14 points. I just don't see it. So largest lead, I'm going under 14 and a half and I could get that at minus 110. How about this margin of victory? If you are on the same page I am where I think this is going to be a very close game, you could get the margin of victory between one and six points for plus 400. How about that? Plus 400. Um, and, uh, and, and here's one. I, I talked about this a few weeks ago. This was up. How about you can, you can, you can wager on the exact score, which by the way, Joe and Jacob, I want you, I want you to think about what you feel the exact score is going to be. Not now. It'll, we'll save it for our last segment. I want you to tell me what you think the exact final score is going to be. Both you are on Kansas City. I know. Well, actually, both of you are kind of on the fence. But that's like kissing your sister. You can't do that. You guys, by the end of the show, you've got to pick a winner and you've got to give me a score. And then I'm going to put some money down and we'll, and so that you guys can, you know, uh, root for your score to, uh, to, to, to develop, to be what the final score is going to be and you guys can win some money. So just marinate in that throughout the show and we'll do that in the last seat in, in, in the last segment. Actually, so I'm going to save I'm going to save what I think the final score is going to be. So we'll all do it in the last segment. Okay? We'll all pick the final score in the last segment. But that's something you can do and there's some like really amazing odds on that. So also oh one more I want to share with you. Um home team total. Kansas City home team total is over under 27 and a half. San Francisco home team total is over under 27. Uh Again, I I really think the under is going to come in here, but there's definitely this game could go so many ways, and I just I, I don't have a good feel on that. So I'm staying away from those. I'm not I'm not betting anything on those. But those just some people like playing those team totals. Those those are where they're at right now. Kansas City team total over under twenty seven and a half. San Francisco, uh, but which by the way, San Francisco is the away team. And there's a very interesting article that I read, you guys, about uniforms. Because keep in mind, this is the, did you know this is the first team, the first time ever in the history of the NFL that both teams have the same color red? Well, actually, the San Francisco red changed a little bit. It's kind of like, it's, it's not a maroon red, but it's just, it's kind of a different red than like a bright Kansas City red. But nonetheless, they're both red. It's the first time in the history of the NFL that that's happened. So because uh, Kansas City is the home team, they got to pick what jersey they wanted first. And so Kansas City is going with the red jersey. So the San Francisco 49ers are going white. 
I want to say they're going white with gold pants, from what I understand. And there's a really interesting article I read where teams that wear red, it's kind of like, were you ever told like, ah, you want to get a Corvette, but you're told don't get the red Corvette because you'll get tickets, right? Like, like red cars get more tickets. Anything flashy that calls attention to itself. Yes. So, so because the Kansas, so follow me here. I read this interesting article the other day. So because the Kansas City Chiefs are wearing the red jerseys, the likelihood of them getting penalized more is there. And not only that, not only penalized more, but penalized first. So because <laughs> this is, this is called degenerate people and this is who I am and this is how I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl. So I am going to put down a wager that the Kansas City Chiefs are A, penalized first, and at the end of the game are penalized most just because they've elected to win, to wear their red jersey. What a great analogy because aren't, aren't like the Kansas City Chiefs basically a very fast red Corvette anyways? Yes, they actually are, Joel. <laughs> it's so funny. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, just going through the entire process. I mean, about a year ago, I was learning how to run again. And so it's just, I don't know, when you look back on everything and it really makes you realize, uh, you know, how special this moment is. So it's one of those things you can't really take it for granted. It's, uh, I mean, you don't know if you're ever going to be back here. So got to make it count while you can. That's Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, talking about how surreal it is that, uh, that they're, uh, they're in Miami for the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Considering the, what the record was last year. Uh, by the way, this is Week in Wager presented by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. You heard the music. Uh, that's right. What does that mean? Only one thing. It means Cynthia Freeland joins us here on 98.7 ESPN. So, Cynthia, uh, the lines are out. 49ers getting one and a half. Kansas City giving one and a half. Who you got? Listen, I understand that it's kind of in vogue. I think if you look to see in terms of volume, a lot more volume is going on the 49ers. But I'm actually giving Andy Reid the edge, and I'm giving it to him by at least two points. So for me, I will give the points, and I will take the Chiefs. So you're taking Kansas City minus one and a half. I am. All right. Well, tell us all the reasons. Well, not all because we don't we don't have all the time in the world. But but give me <laughs> give me give me your three big keys to the game as to why you think Kansas City is going to win. Well, first of all, I think it's going to be a close game. So it's not like I'm overly like it's not. Listen, this whole season, if I've been 60% or more confident, it's been a very high win rate. But I'm not there. I'm like 53% that the Chiefs will win. One of the main reasons is because when you look to see the secondary for, so apart from Richard Sherman, the secondary for the Niners has some exploitable holes. If you look to see where you line up Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey, and you look to, you know, a killer Witherspoon, or you see non-Richard Sherman defensive backs, they're very matchup dependent. So I think Andy Reid will scheme to be able to get Tyreek Hill open. And by the way, Tyreek Hill can catch a five-yard pass and run in for a 95-yard touchdown. So that's a really impactful point for me. And also, I think when it comes to that front, and we know that Niners do not blitz a ton, and Patrick Mahomes, I went back and watched all 17. So he had 17 interceptions over the past two seasons. 16 of those came when defenses rushed only four, four or fewer. So they dropped seven or more into coverage. And I watched all of them, and they weren't, like, specific to a, one particular thing. When Tyreek Hill was bracketed, it did happen more often. But it was kind of like he was on the run, he threw it away. And then I actually watched last night with Kurt Warner, and we went through and we're like, yeah, this, this, this that's a little interesting. It's really context-based. He's throwing it away and then getting unlucky. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, one big key, and, and this is a prop bet that I'm playing, and that is Patrick Mahomes over 33 and a half rushing yards. Um, if there's one weakness, uh, that's really glaring on the 49ers, uh, defensive side of the ball is that, uh, quarterbacks have been able to scramble against them. And, and I, I do see, I, I'm, I mean, obviously if, if I'm seeing that with the, with statistics, I'm sure Andy Reid is as well. And of course, Patrick Mahomes, one of the best scrambling quarterbacks in the NFL. So I, I love that. I, I love that over of 33 and a half rushing yards. I think 
I did about three hits on some different Arizona radio outlets, and we were talking about Kyler Murray. And I went back and watched those games as well. And it was interesting to see there are some similarities there, like with Russell Wilson, with Kyler Murray. And you're right, there are very exploitable holes. And it's, it's actually really interesting to see what happens on the run. Not only are these quarterbacks on the run, and I know what you're talking about a prop that's to do with rushing yards, but also passes that are thrown on the run is another area. So the screen passes are a really big deal. So I'm with you. I think 33 is conservative. I think that's like a, you know, I think it could be like 50 or 40, something like that. All right. So with that being said, typically um, if you're looking for a pick for the MVP, you're going to pick from the team that you think is going to win. So since Kansas City is the team you're predicting to win, am I assuming that you are picking Patrick Mahomes as the MVP? I am. Patrick Mahomes would be my MVP. Look, if you look at, you've done all the research. I know you know the numbers. There's, it's all quarterbacks, almost all quarterbacks, predominantly quarterbacks, and the winning team's quarterback. So for me, that's an interesting one, but you're probably not getting a great market on that. So if you're looking for like a better market play, you can look for someone, you know, maybe it's like a Tyreek Hill or maybe it's like a Travis Kelsey. But if you're on the Niner side, which I don't know, I feel like you are. Like for whatever reason, I feel like you're on the Niner side. Oh, I am so. I, think, I am so on the Niner side. I am all. I know you are. I am all over the Niners for sure. I might think George Kittle. I know it sounds crazy, but I think George Kittle is a very, very interesting play because tight ends don't. That's not normally their their you know the, the position that gets it. But this could be the time. Yeah, I want to say uh, there's not one tight end that's ever won the MVP. I've got the numbers here, Cynthia. 29 29 quarterbacks, seven wide receivers, six running backs, four linebackers, two corners, two defensive ends, one safety, um, one fullback, one defensive tackle, and one kicker. A fullback would be a funny one, right? If it's like Kyle Juszczyk. Kyle Juszczyk, Super Bowl MVP. But that'd be interesting. He would be the first tight end to ever win an MVP, of course. If and there's only been seen him really light it up in the playoffs yet. Maybe Kyle Shanahan's really saving it. Maybe this is the game. Maybe, maybe it is. Um, there's some other fun bets out there, um, you know, in regard to like, who do you think is going to score the first touchdown? Let's go with that one. Okay. I think the Chiefs are going to score the first touchdown, mostly because I think if you look to see kind of historically, it's, it, you're asking me touchdown, not field goal. I think the opportunity to score a field goal first for Kyle Shannon, the way he gets into his, his offense, even if they get the ball first, I think it's more likely to net out in a field goal, whereas their Andy Reid has been a little bit aggressive in first drive, which sometimes that has not worked out, which is why they had a huge comfort behind win. But also, I think in this game, they're going to need, they're going to want to go for six on every single possession. Interesting, because, you know, looking back at the two games that Kansas City played against the Texans and the Titans, Cynthia, Texans and Titans, they, they scored first and they went up quickly. I mean, at one point in time, that Texans game, they were up 21 nothing. I want to say, I want to say at the start of the, uh, the Titans game, I want to say Titans were up 7 nothing or 10 nothing at, at, at some point or, or 10 to 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're Something just. Something like that. Yeah, they were but, up by. But you're, I, I you're seeing that, a different I, script here against San Francisco. Well, look what happens. I mean, look, you have to kind of go back with a little bit more time. I know that sounds really strange because you did see in that first playoff game, Andy Reid off a bye, blah, 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 blah. But ultimately, I think in this one, especially against this defense, you have to contextualize it like that. The defenses with really aggressive fronts and exploitable sides of the back, Andy Reid has historically been very aggressive on first drive. So I'm using that historical reference more than kind of these past two games against teams that aren't really composed the same way as the Niners. Okay. Again, Cynthia Friedland joining us here. Uh, what about on the defensive side of the ball? I, I like the over on total sacks in the game at four and a half because I, I, I like both these uh, these defensive lines. Would you go over or under on, on the sack total? Finally, something we're aligned on. We don't, it, look, I love, I love when you and I have bottles of wine going back and forth on this because it just makes it more fun. But I'm with you on this one. I think it could be something like six. I think that this is going to be a game where like the interior of the, the Niners line is a problem. Patrick Mahomes does evade sacks kind of like at a very high rate, but I still think it's going to happen. Nick Bosa has something to say about that. Um, just, I'm, I'm going to throw this out. I've been talking about this all show and I'm going to be talking about this player all weekend, actually. And that is Kendrick Bourne. 
I am all you over. You love, Ken- you are the Kendrick Bourne bandwagon. I, I am. I am over two receptions. Are you kidding me? Um, over 22 and a half receiving yards. How about this? This is a fun one. Kendrick Bourne, three receptions, 20 receiving yards, and scores a touchdown, plus 384. Okay. Random number, but yes, I like it. I'm with you on all of that. I think that's like a really good, I think Kendrick Bourne, people are kind of, they're, they're looking at numbers and they're saying like, okay, like Debo Samuels had more targets, but look at strategic targets. Kendrick Bourne in the past four or five games has been a more strategic target. Like he had some stat going, some streaks going where like 16 of his last 70 receptions over the past three games netted first downs, right? So this is the guy who they want to move the chains and move the chains, you know, into the red zone and then ultimately into the end zone. Got it. And I'm I'm going to leave you because you you've been so great with us all season long and joining us. Each I and, love hanging out with you. Anita. I know, you know that. I know. I know. You're so sweet. I'm going to. This is this is a fun one. This is a fun bet that I that actually um, Eddie Marlette, who is the producer Ugh. for Daily Wager. We I love know, Eddie Marlette. I, I know he's so great. Um, he's the one. Uh, he's the one who brought this to my attention on Daily Wager the other day. John Rom on hole 16, which is the Coliseum hole at Scottsdale TBC, where the the waste management the the the, the guys are playing. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Will so so it's a par three, and I went back and I looked. He's played the course like five times, something like that. So he's teed he's teed it up there what five times five times. So he's teed it up there twenty times, and the majority of the time he's gotten pars. So I'm just gonna go. Let's just assume. On Sunday, round four, John Rahm is going to par hole 16 at, 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 at Scottsdale TPC. And he's getting a half. So the question is, will the San Francisco 49ers score more touchdowns than John Rahm scores plus a half on hole number 16? So, so really what Ooh, it comes- that's so, a fun one. I know, because you know I'm such a big golfer. So what that comes down to is John Rahm Plus three and a half, that which means that the San Francisco 49ers is going to have to score four touchdowns for for John for Rom to to lose that bet. So I'm on the Rom side. If you could find that bet, I, I think I just think asking the San Francisco, I, everybody thinks it's going to be a really high scoring game. I don't. I like the under here. So I'm so I'm I'm kind of my my John Rom pick is is kind of playing into the under. You agree or disagree with me with the over the under, Cynthia? So the funny part is, I think that. Like, depends on where your line is, right? I have, like, 29-27, so that's 56 points. But I agree with you on the John Rom end of that. I think more field goals, not necessarily touchdowns. So if you're asking touchdowns, I'm saying field goals. So I'm with you. I think the John And also, I never go against Eddie Marlett, ever. <laughs> He's the best. So are you. He's the best. Cynthia Freeland, thank you so much. Make sure you watch uh, the NFL Network. Cynthia Freeland, she will be on all weekend long. And uh, and watch all their coverage as we get ready. Get we get ready for the big game. Um, Anita, we got to plan that Napa trip. We got bottles of wine going back and forth, girl. Yeah, I, I want to say what we're up to like eleven or twelve so far. This this NFL. I mean, eat it with, well, <laughs> why not make it more? We just need a longer trip to Napa. That's all. You got it. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Thank you. This is the weekend wager with Anita Marks on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Yeah, it's about the only thing I'm young at right now. So we're young into that uh, relationship. He, he's a uh, and he's young in age. So we've only been doing it here together for a couple of years. Where uh, Bill and and uh, Tom have been doing it for forever. You know, and they've they've uh, proven to be what they are. So both Hall of Famers and uh, future Hall of Famers. So I look forward to my time with Patrick and. Um, hopefully that, that happens with us. Uh, uh, but right now, we're, it's, we're a work in progress. That's Andy Reid talking about his relationship with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I guess somebody from the media had asked, uh, is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes similar to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady? And, and that was Andy Reid's response. Uh, listen, I, I love Andy Reid. And I, listen, whoever wins this game, like, like I don't really have a dog in this fight. And I hate using that phrase, but I really don't. Like, you know, obviously, like, my money is going to be on San Francisco because I do believe the 49ers are going to win. But I'll be happy if Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes 
win. I, I really will be happy. I just, I'm coach wise, I'm leaning more towards Kyle Shanahan. I really am. You know, one of the biggest criticisms on Andy Reid is that he's not a great game manager because he's so wrapped into um, the offensive play calling. And when, when when you are a head coach who's calling the plays, you know, you are more proactive as opposed to being reactive. And I think in a game like this, I think your head coach needs to be reactive. And I, I think that's one of the weaknesses when it comes to Andy Reid. So with all due respect to Andy Reid, I, I just I'm, I'm leaning more towards Kyle Shanahan uh, than anything else. But I will tell you this, Steve Spagnola. He's uh, he's the defensive coordinator. Spags spent time here in New York with the Giants. He's got a little something up his sleeve. I I'm, I can guarantee you that defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. This is Weekend Wager presented by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. Also, it's the biggest heavyweight title fight in decades. Is world champion uh, Deontay Wilder faces uh, Tyson Fury live from Las Vegas. The two undefeated heavy hitters square off for the second time in the most anticipated rematch in recent heavyweight history. Saturday, February 22nd at 9 o'clock, live on pay-per-view. So make sure you tune into that. All right. Uh, some other bets out there that uh, that I'm going to have some fun with and hopefully, uh, which by the way, really quick, if you're hosting a Super Bowl party, um, go to ESPN.com, go to the chalk section of ESPN.com. I'm doing it right here as I speak to you. And if you scroll down, so you go ESPN.com, you go to chalk, and if you scroll down, it's they have this, it's the printable Super Bowl prop bet scorecard. And there's a link right here and you could click it and it's this great sheet that you could print and, and hand it out to everyone who's at your Super Bowl party and like, you know, $5 a sheet, right? And have them put their name at the top of it and you just, you circle, it's all these prop bets, you know, opening coin toss, head or tails. Will either team score three straight times? Yes or no? And you could have everyone in the party, $5 per entry and have them circle the answers and whoever gets the most right wins the pot. Um, and anyway, you can find that on ESPN.com and you could find it on the chalk site. But some other bets that, uh, that I do like heading into, I, I told you all about Kendrick Bourne. It's probably my favorite play. Um, George Kittle, I like the over in receiving yards for George Kittle at 76 and a half. Um, one of the weakest links or weakest, weakest parts of the Kansas City Chiefs defense is the middle of their field, and that's George Kittle's wheelhouse. And here's another thing for you. Boy, yards after the catch, he is 621 this season. Um, he was ranked in, in regard to this season percentage uh, team targets when when active. Keep in mind he only he he played in he missed a few games because of injury. He led all t- all all tight ends in percentage of team targets at around twenty eight percent, and he ranked second among all team all tight ends in targets per run running route at thirty percent, and his yards after the catch was six hundred twenty one. So dude doesn't need a lot of receptions to put up some big yards. So I'm all over the over George Kittle, 76 and a half receiving yards. Bosa, I have him down as a first sack at plus 250. I have D Ford down as a first sack plus 500. Patrick Mahomes, one of another one of my favorite prop bets is Patrick Mahomes over 33 and a half rushing yards. Follow me here. When Mahomes scrambles on third down, he has a 100% first down conversion rate on the season, averaging almost 14 yards per carry. Talk about marinate. Can we marinate in that for a minute? I'm going to read that again because it's pretty significant. When Mahomes scrambles on third down, he has a 100% first down conversion rate on the season and he averages 14 yards per carry. Unbelievable. 49ers defense has allowed over five yards per carry and a 50, almost 60% success rate to quarterbacks scrambling so far this season. Um, and none of those were runs by Lamar Jackson, mind you. <laughs> so one of the, the weaknesses of the 49ers defense is giving up a lot of rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks. 
And and that's what Patrick Mahomes is has been great at, especially since he's returned from his knee and ankle injury. So I love the Mahomes over thirty three and a half rushing yards. Patrick Mahomes passing, it's at three three oh two three hundred and two and a half. Three oh two point five. I'm going under here. Just because, again, I, I, the reason the 49ers are going to win, in my opinion, is because of the defense. I don't think Patrick Mahomes passes for over 300 yards. I just don't. Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown, let alone the first touchdown. Um, that's at plus 450. Travis Kelsey, I like the over in receptions for him. I don't believe in the over in yards for him, but I do like, I think Travis Kelsey is going to be targeted a lot. When these two teams met a year ago, Kelsey had 10 targets. He went eight receptions for 114 yards. Um, and ever since Patrick Mahomes has returned to the lineup after his, again, his knee and ankle injury, Kelsey's averaging about seven receptions um, and, and eight targets, nine targets per game. So I love the over on receptions for, for Kelsey. I think he's going to be targeted a lot. Damian Williams, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going under on receptions. The over-under there is three and a half. And I'm going under on receiving yards. Why? It's one of the strongest areas of the San Francisco 49ers defense. They've given up the ninth fewest receptions and the second fewest receiving yards and zero receiving touchdowns to opposing running backs. So Damian Williams, I'm going under three and a half receptions and I'm going under 27 and a half receiving yards. Trying to see if there's any more. Uh, I think, I think that's it for like the player prop bets that I'm all over. Those are the, those are the ones that really stood out to me that I really, really liked. Um, I'm going over in sack total at four and a half. So I, I think there's going to be at least five sacks in the game. That's at minus 120. Here's a fun one for you guys. What do you think about this? Again, Joel and Jacob are producing the show on the opposite side of the glass. The You could wager on the jersey number of the first touchdown that's being scored over under 26 and a half. I'm going over here because I think that a touchdown is, is I think a first touchdown is going to be scored by either team by their tight ends. So either I think I think Kelsey or Kittle scores the first touchdown. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it, in my mind. It's going through the air regardless uh, for that first touchdown and tight ends. Yeah, they're all over this, right? Jacob, are you think? Are you marinating? Are you marinating in this? I was marinating a little bit, and I might have to be the minority in the room and take the under. I think we'll have a quarterback sneak in for a touchdown. Really? Now he's just getting fancy. So that I'm assuming. Then I'm I'm assuming that that quarterback sneak is. Mahomes, Mahomes, Patty, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Uh, well, you know I'm all over Kendrick Bourne. He wears the number 84, and both tight ends um, are over the number 26 and a half. So I'm going over 26 and a half. And you're getting that's plus. Those are good odds. It's plus 100 because a lot of people feel that the first touchdown scored is either going to be a quarterback or a running back. But I'm saying either one of the two tight ends or Kendrick Bourne. So I'm going over 26 and a half in regard to the jersey number. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, here's a good one. We'll go to a break on this because we have Preston Johnson who's going to be joining us next. Okay. Mahomes, in his two years, he's thrown in two years as a starter for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's thrown 18 interceptions. Out of those 18 interceptions, 17 of them have been from a base front. What does that mean? Four, four rushers. Now keep in mind, the San Francisco 49ers have the number two pressure rate in the NFL, but the, one of the lowest blitz rates in the NFL. What does that mean? They get after the quarterback with just four players. They do not blitz often. And 17 of Patrick Mahomes Interceptions, 17 of his 18 interceptions are when he is facing a base defense that is not blitzing. Keep that in mind. So I, I'm putting money down that the San Francisco 49ers have, a, have an interception and I'm specifically putting down that Richard Sherman has an interception and you could get that at plus 
75. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I would have to just say the speed of the wide receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs. Everybody has seen how they've been able to stretch the field, but I've, I've been talking all week about being able to put the ball in their hands early, making San Francisco 49ers tackle them in space, and then being able to stretch the field with the 15- to 20-yard completions that they love to hit. Patrick Mahomes loves to throw. So, SVP, to answer your question, the advantage is the speed of the Legion of Zoom, the wide receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs. That is Randy Moss on uh, on SportsCenter breaking down the game for us. This is Week in Wager presented by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. Without further ado, let's bring in Preston Johnson. So, Preston, I am all over the 49ers. I'm taking them plus one and a half. I'm taking them on the money line. My favorite is the teaser, 49ers plus seven and a half. And I'm teasing the total up to 60 and a half, and I'm taking the under. Do you like my teaser, dude? All, all my numbers basically line up with where the market is. So I have Kansas City a small favorite. That's what the market says it should be. I'm passing on the side. I will say, if I had to, I really I was digging into the numbers. Warren Sharp put together a catalog for some of the media members, and he compiled a bunch. I would, I think your side might be the correct one. The more I've looked at it, the running game, I think, is just going to be so effective, not only because it has been. We saw what Shanahan did the last two games for you guys, meaning you guys in the 49ers. But when you look at it, and he, he really broke this down, so I want to make sure I get it right. But the Kansas City run defense, check this out, they rank 32nd in the NFL. That's dead last against the run opponent success rate when they run pre-snap motion before a rushing play. Now, San Francisco leads the NFL by far, a 70% pre-snap motion rate before they run the ball. Their league average is 40%. Kansas City's rush defense grades even worse when they're running it out of 21 personnel, which means two running backs, one tight end, pre-snap motion, run the ball. Guess who leads the entire league in 21 personnel? It's the San Francisco so 49ers. 49ers. <laughs> yeah, I think they just are, they're going to have success on the ground, and then Jimmy G and Shane will take their shots and so I'm kind of with you the more I've dug into stuff, but uh, nothing for me on the side ultimately. How about this? This is even better. Patrick Mahomes, in his two years as a starter for Kansas City, he's got 18 interceptions. Out of those 18, seven of them are from a base front. Only one of them is from a blitz when a team is sending more than four. And as oh, we know, wow. the, the San Francisco 49ers, um, you know, that's their bread and butter. They they have the number two pressure rate in the NFL with 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 one of the lowest blitzing rates in the NFL, yeah. So that's another stat that that's just very glaring for me. So and, and also and by the way, just to piggyback on that, I like Richard Sherman interception at plus four seventy five. <laughs> so, oh, that's worth the shot. Yeah, I, and you right? know Doug had a good one too today uh, on a daily wager. He said um, that he liked Patrick Mahomes to fumble with five to one. So you're talking about, like, to break even, you only have to fumble, like, one out of every six games, right, like, long-term if you're thinking that direction. But I thought that was actually interesting because he likes San Francisco to some degree, like you did. He talks about their pass rate, their rush rate, the blitzing. And Mahomes always likes to extend plays. He's holding the ball out. I don't know. I kind of like that one. Five to one that he might fumble the ball. I thought it was worth a shot. All right. Preston Johnson again joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Okay, so you're not going to play the game. I would imagine that you're going to play a lot of prop bets. So let's start, let's start with Patrick Mahomes. One that I really like is I like the over in rushing yards at 33 and a half. If there's one weakness that the San Francisco 49ers defense has, um, it's, it's their, it's their rushing defense against opposing quarterbacks. Uh, but what do you, what do you think? I mean, what, I'm, I'm looking right now because I know that the, uh, the passing, uh, per, the passing yards for both these quarterbacks have gone up. So Patrick Mahomes, what is it? It's like 303 right now, over under 303 passing yards in this game. Are you, is, is that correct? Yeah, it's kind of fluctuated a little bit. It was 299 and a half when we were covering it earlier in the week. And right. overs, people like to root for points. They like to root for more yards. They write to yes, touchdown. So generally, if you like overs, I try to bet a few earlier in the week. And then Sunday, I'll bet unders on a bunch of stuff after the public and general audience goes in, tourists go into all their respective towns, Vegas particularly, and start betting all the overs. So uh, I bet a few overs, and one was Mahomes in the passing yards. And, um, and you know, I think you, I think your bet on rushing yards is probably fine, too. I, I think you may have even gotten it at a better number than 33.5 earlier in the week. And I did. Ultimately, ultimately, he's going to run if he has the chance to. Uh, he's not trying to save himself for the playoffs, right? Like, this is it. It's the Super Bowl. So, he has the effectiveness and ability to do that. The passing one, I mean, I talked about San Francisco. 
earlier in the success that you have on the ground against Kansas City's defense. This should be the same on the other side, though. And what worries me about actually betting in San Francisco is that Kansas City pass offense is going to be elite. They play zone coverage, the Niners do, uh, 77% of the time on early downs. It's the most of the NFL. Patrick Mahomes QBR is number one in the NFL against zone coverage. It's cover three and cover four. And against early downs especially, he's elite. It's like 15 touchdowns, one interception on the season. So that worries me that he's just going to be able to pick them apart. The Niners also have the 12 teams in the playoffs. They defended play action at the worst rate as far as success rates concerned. They allowed a 71% success rate so far in the playoffs of those 12 teams. So the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, they run a lot of pre-snap motion and play action, which is going to be effective as well. So when it's all said and done, kind of like all these numbers point to the over. Granted, the number's a little bit inflated. Uh, I think that's what, if I had to do anything on side or total, I'd be looking at the over at this point. But um, that's why I can't pick a side, but I like the Mahomes over for passing yards. And then correlated to that, like Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, uh, they're the two receivers. Uh, I got Hill is 70-and-a-half receiving yards. Um, and I like it up to 73-and-a-half, so it's kind of been in that range most of the week. And then Sammy Watkins is 46-and-a-half to 48-and-a-half. I think both of those guys really have a shot, especially I keep looking back in that, that Green Bay game, the NFC Championship, San Francisco. They're up big, but when the Packers – Roger, they figured something out. They were able to get behind the secondary some. He took some shots. He was extending plays like Mahomes. We know he can do that. And they're going to have a couple of chances with Tyree Kill and Sammy Watkins and their speed to get behind the Niners' defense. So I, I prefer betting both of them rather than trying to guess which one may go off for a big play. I think he goes 2-0 and more often than 0-2. And, and so that's why I'm kind of correlated with all three of those, Mahomes over and then the two receivers. Interesting. Again, Preston Johnson joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at Sports Cheetah. No Travis Kelsey here. I, I mean, you know, ever since, uh, you know, Mahomes has, has gotten healthier after he came back from that ankle and knee, uh, the target share and, and, and how Kelsey's been utilizing this offense, um, has been just exceptional. But you're, but are you staying away from anything, Travis Kelsey, in this game? So the combination of two things. One, my, you know, I said, hey, look, I think there's, there's an edge on Mahomes over. Two ninety nine and a half, three hundred three and a half. That range is fine. My projection is more like three thirty seven. So where are those extra, you know, thirty eight yards or so? Uh, it was mostly Hill and Watkins. I actually had Kelsey projection lined up with the market. So that's one of the reasons, or the main reason, I don't really check to bet Kelsey because of, you know I thought my projection was sound. And I believe, and you'd be better at knowing these numbers off the top of your head because you're you just dive deep into the fantasy stuff. But I'm pretty sure the Niners against tight ends have just been ridiculously strong all season long. And so that's another thing where if the Niners able to just eliminate Kelsey, kind of similar to what um, Titans did. I think Kelsey only had like three targets and two catches, I believe, something like that in the AFC Championship game. Um, that kind of worried me uh, you know, some as well as far as betting Kelsey props. Actually, uh, the 49ers have faced four other tight ends that rank in the top 12 in fantasy points per game. Kelsey comes in first. Jared Cook Two for 64 in two touchdowns. Austin Hooper, three for 20, zero touchdowns. And Mark Andrews, three for 50 with a touchdown. Tyler Higby had nine receptions for 104 yards um, against the 49ers. Just FYI. Okay. There you go. So a couple of them worked out. A couple of them didn't. His number, though, is like in the 80s, which I think is fair. So I'm leaving it alone. But uh, I would ultimately be surprised if he ended up going 90-plus against the Niners defense. Uh, what what are your thoughts on on the running backs? I, I have some reservations in regard to the 49ers running back situation because I'm hearing that there's a, there's a chance that Coleman will play. Um, there's Jeff Wilson. There's Breida. So I have reservations there in regard to like is Kyle going to go with a hot hand and is there going to be a workhorse on the opposite side? Uh, for the 49ers, they are good. Not only are they good against uh, in, in with their rushing defense but also Preston they're one of the best in the business in regard to really eliminating running backs out of the backfield being a part of a passing attack so for Damian Williams I, I have the under on rushing yards I've got the under on receptions I've got the under on receiving yards and like wow. I said on, and I said on the opposite side for uh, for any of the 49ers backs I just have some question marks in regard to how they're all going to be utilized if all four are active I'm just worried that, you know, Kyle, Kyle's going to rotate them in. So I agree with you 100% on the Niners. I think we were talking with Stanford Steve earlier this week, and just my thoughts on the Niners props, I'm, it, it's a conundrum, like an inner battle I'm having, because everyone's seen the last two games have had so much success running the football. 
And now, you know, Andy Reid in Kansas City, they all know that. Everyone knows that they're going to try to run the football. But Kyle Shanahan, I mean, he's brilliant. Isn't he going to come out and go and play action and throwing the ball over and over to start because everyone else knows that they know that they know? And I, I just keep going over this. And so I'm in the boat with you where it's tough to bet 49ers players, player props. I don't know how many pass catchers are going to be getting targets. I don't know how many yards they're going to be going for. If they fall down early, the game script is that Jimmy G throws 30-plus times, and those probably all go over, and the running back unders all win. Um, if they score early, like Kansas City's been allowing their opponents to do anyways in the playoffs, then they're just going to keep running the ball, I think, and that's where their edge lies anyway. So, uh, yeah, I just I just don't know. I, I think earlier in the week I did bet Mostert first TD at 8-1, to one, and I bet Williams first TD at uh, it was six to one or six plus six ten maybe so uh, both of those were just a little short based on the probabilities I was using but ultimately um, rather than trying to pick which receiver Kelsey throws to excuse me Mahomes throws to like Kelsey Hill Watkins you know maybe he throws to Williams or Williams in the red zone Kansas City does run the majority of the time they go from like a sixty seven percent pass play rate. Outside of the red zone, to a majority run team in the red zone, so Williams will have opportunities there. Um, but I, I'm with you on San Francisco, especially. It's hard to back player props and yards over under. I just took shots on first touchdowns with the running backs. All right, um, we're going to end on this, and, and that's your MVP. You know, obviously, you want to you want to put money down on an MVP on a player you think is going to win MVP based on the team that you think is going to win. Only one time in the history of the NFL that since the yeah. MVP award has been offered that a player from a losing team has uh, has won it and this is this is pretty unbelievable I'm trying to find it here we go um if you think if if you think that the 49ers are going to win but Mahomes wins the MVP it's plus 5500 oh wow Okay, I, I mean, but but okay. think, but think like let's be honest. I think we're all in agreement that Patrick Mahomes is hands down the huh. best player on the field on on, on Sunday, right? Yes. The best, the best player, and this has yes. only happened once in the history of the NFL. But I mean, worth five dollars again. Forty ers Forty ers win, but the MVP award goes to Patrick Mahomes. Do you do you think that 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 the media? The fan base, the fan base might do it. The fan base might do it and they get what, 20% of the vote or something like that? Do you, do you, sure. do you yeah. think, do you, do you think that, say there's a chance, I'm asking, do you think there's a chance that that can happen? 49ers win, but Patrick Mahomes gets the MVP. So, I hadn't heard about this until you threw it at me, so this is very intriguing. There's always a non-zero chance. It could absolutely happen. And what's interesting about the number at plus 5,500, it's 55 to 1. Is it, it doesn't even have to happen 2% of the time for it to be a profitable bet, right? It's like 1.7-something percent. Like, so, I mean, it, it's not like it has to happen that often. I would say this. If there was one player that could do it, if we were talking about this two months ago, right, we probably would say Mahomes is up there where he throws for five touchdowns, Casey scores, you know, 38 to 41 points, but somehow the defense gives up 40-something because, say, there's you know a couple kick returns or the defense scores for the Niners, and so Garoppolo only ends up with one touchdown. And like we were talking about earlier, the running backs for San Francisco, because Kevin Coleman might actually play, maybe they all get a share of the carries and no one really stands out, right? So like, there's always that like 1% to 2% chance that something like that could happen. So I'm surprised it's that high, because I feel like people that would want to bet that anyways would still bet it at like 20 to 1 or 25 to 1. 55 to 1 is probably about... Correct, and if yeah, that's very interesting. I also like dig in a little bit more, but you have me, uh, you have the wheels turning now in my head. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Preston. You rock. Thank you so much for joining us. Sure thing. Take care. This is the weekend wager with Anita Marks on ninety eight point seven ESPN.